I am Dominique Linden. I am Christy Chadwick, and this is A Little More Each Day, a podcast where we explore what it means to show up for ourselves a little more each day, our community, our loved ones, and the world at large. Thanks for being here. We are intentionally coming into this episode to talk about intentions and how we set intentions, what intentions are for, why we would want to set intentions even, and the purpose that they serve and where intentions are coming from. Mm-hmm. What place do we set intentions from as we go into it? Um, the first thing that I think of when I think about intentions is Oprah and how every meeting I learned that she goes in and she's like, let's set intentions here. Like what are our intentions in this meeting? Let's get really clear and then let's go forward. Hmm. And I like that idea of just like really setting, setting it up for like, this is the expectation even, and this is what I'm intending to talk about. And here we go. So would you say an intention is like a goal essentially Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. people that. Right. Yeah. The definition of an intention, Mm -hmm. uh, in some ways, I think it is like a perceived outcome Mm -hmm. or, uh, an idea of what we want to have happen or uh, something that we desire Mm -hmm. and that we're going towards um, or we're trying to cultivate, or it's even like the intention of um, what are we trying to do? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I think of like the phrase of like, what are your intentions with my daughter type of thing? Like, what are your intentions with her? What do you want from her? Mm -hmm. Um, Or like setting your intention in yoga class. And what Mm -hmm. is your intention for your practice right now? Mm -hmm. Is your intention to get clear? Is your intention to Mm -hmm. um, stretch a little? Is your intention to ground? What is your intention? Yeah. I didn't expect to bring this up, but it's, it's coming up for hopefully a good reason (laughs) but when you don't know also what the intention is right when when there's something that so so what I'm thinking about is when I started therapy I I saw a therapist for five years after having dear god I just the dark night of the soul all Mm -hmm. that fun stuff and I didn't really know why I needed to see her except for I desperately I really really needed help like desperately so later the intention became clear like I wanted to take care of myself finally at last you know Um, but I can see sometimes in my life where it's been like I'm not even really sure why I'm doing this but then Mm -hmm. the intention becomes clear too so Mm -hmm. just the if people because for some reason I I keep thinking about people that maybe don't even like resonate too much with intention or like what does this even mean or like what's the point or isn't that just the goal that's that's why I asked about the definition because there's Totally. It can, I see that as a therapist in my practice that people don't necessarily know what they want out of the therapy or even like a given session, but it's like, they want something, they need something, but they're not sure what it is. So even the intention could be, I want to get clear on what I want yes. and what I need, yes. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be the, the starting point of, of some, in some ways. Yes. And I, and I love the the whole starting point idea. I, I realized that the other day, it just kind of like clicked and it seems obvious now, but you can always start where you're at. Mm-hmm. So the more I've practiced intentions, the more um, specific they've gotten and a little more wild. And there's sometimes I'm like doing like 50 at a time. I'm like, okay, like 
rein it back. Um, but the more I practice actually being like, okay, this is something that I want. And I'm going to work towards this. Um, that's kind of the basis is I, I have to start where I'm at. Um, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. We just, here we are. What do we want to, where do we go from here? And, um, this process of feeling it before it happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think about like studies that have shown when an athlete wants to accomplish something or like, uh, I think the, maybe the most like mainstream idea is that there's been basketball players who practice their free throws by envisioning it mm-hmm. rather than actually even practicing and physically doing it. And there's stats that show that they are more accurate in their free throws just by envisioning their free throws than actually physically practicing their free throws. Yeah. So the practice of just envisioning it and embodying it and feeling it can have profound effects on the overall outcome that is intended. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've been working on a project, a writing project for what feels like so long. And I started doing that. Like, even when I wasn't writing, I just like felt the pen in my hand and mm-hmm. writing and like, or the keyboard. And now it's just, it's become a lot more easy to write mm-hmm. and I'm out of my head less and I'm in my body. So I absolutely love that and and see how it's worked in my own life. And I was mm-hmm. doing it without really even recognizing what I was doing. So that's, wow. that's cool to hear about those studies and yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. powerful. Ah, yeah. oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just imagining it to be easy, imagining it to flow and letting it be that way. Um, It comes back to like our thoughts. We think 80,000 thoughts every day and like 80% of what we thought yesterday, we thought again today. And so allowing yourself to choose what you're going to think about and imagine because what you're thinking about is creating that reality of what you're saying of like I. I was, I'm writing better now. I can imagine myself writing. And then, so I write better and I write more or whatever, like it yeah. just feels easily easy. Um, yeah. So for me, I, I have, I practice just this idea of daily. And I think maybe it comes from what you had, um, shown me from Gala Darling of mm-hmm. like seeing our day, I get to wake up and I get to just like be grateful for what is here and then think about what I'm grateful for in this day mm-hmm. and then think think about what I'm grateful for in my life. And it's as if I'm projecting forward what I'm imagining I want to have happening. So I'm intending this and then I get to uh, just like feel it as if I am in that time and place. And yes. Yes. we'll see what happens i'll check back in in a year and we'll mm-hmm. see what see exactly. what happens <laughs> she's a tapping uh mm-hmm. practitioner by the way yeah yeah wonderful mm-hmm. so yeah what you said reminds me too of um okay so where's the intention coming from and and her whole idea was like coming from gratitude like it's yours mm-hmm. you know whatever it is that you're wanting whatever intention you're setting and when i think about in my life i've i have tried to set intentions or pursue desires where it was dependent on someone else needing to change or something else to be different. Mm-hmm. And it would fail all the time. And I would be so frustrated. And I would think about that with like, well, how do we, how do we feed the hungry everywhere? And how do we stop homelessness? And like, how do I set, how do I like help save the world? And 
the place the intention was coming from was despair and it really wasn't grounded in reality. Mm-hmm. So now I've been practicing when I set intentions, it's like, how, how do I better my own self instead of focusing on other people? So for a long time, like the mental health was like, number one, like I needed so much rewiring, so much help. I'm so grateful for all the help I've received. And then it turned spiritual. Like, how do I heal from the like religious oppression of my youth and find whatever higher purpose for my own self? And then now it's kind of, it's, it has turned into my body. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've fluctuated in weight for so long and I've emotionally ate and binged eat and hurt myself with food and alcohol. And so I was like, wow, how do I be so intentional with this body not from a place of you're not skinny enough, you're not beautiful enough, but like, damn, I want to take care of this body. Like I want to like really feel good with this. So it's been um, a trial and error process of learning intentions. And that's what I would I'd say the most to people is like, have fun with your trial and error. Like just, mm-hmm. yeah, trust <laughs> mm-hmm. the process, have fun with it. Um, it's, it will get weird. But that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Get weird. Get mm-hmm. weird with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a really key lesson there of where do our intentions come from and what place are we in when we set our intentions. I often find myself setting intentions from desperation. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm so desperate for this to happen. Please let it happen. I just need it to happen. And that I see how it sort of chokeholds it. Mm. It chokeholds the intention from even being a reality. And at this moment, I'm starting to feel a release of that. And I can feel this movement where for the last couple of months, maybe even I felt like a stuckness and a stagnation. And as I, as soon as I just like let it be and come from a place of that grounded energy with like a little sense of um, maybe optimism, but also like a little bit of openness to whatever will be, will be. Mm-hmm. And um, also just this uh, place of, what is it? It kind of feels like a forgiveness, but it also feels a little bit like um, a relief. Mm-hmm. And I can just set my intention from that place to say, let it be if it will be, and if it won't, it won't, or let it be this or something better and setting that intention to let it, let it happen. Yes. Um, Another thing that uh, the, the gala darling that Mm -hmm. we brought up earlier, um, you can find her on Instagram. She taps a lot about manifesting, but she spoke to with the tapping meditation, like I, this does not define my worthiness. Like this thing I want is not define me or I'm okay without it. And I feel that's so important to remember is like, we, I, I have to be so mindful about the fact that this is a consumer heavy society. Like everything's meant to be monetized and sold and transactional. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, Oh, it's just everywhere. So how to, just say no to that and be like, I, I, yes, I want things. And yes, I want to achieve things, but not because it's based on my worth or because I should be doing this or because I'm less than, or that person's less than, cause they don't have those things. Like to really like, remember, like we are so much more than this mm-hmm. and to get to a place where like, yeah, 
a more beautiful place with all of society and there's something I've been seeing lately where it's like people are really sick of the word manifesting your intentions because it's it starts to feel a little selfish when there's always this focus on like I'm doing this to like get all this stuff mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think that has to be again black or white or one of the others it, you can want things and you can desire things and yeah also like be part of a greater vision where we can all have the things that we're um, desiring and not at the expense of each other or the earth. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a lot. I mean, it's a lot, it's like a lot to ask, but it's like, <laughs> that. I'm just like a little more each right. day <laughs> making those, those decisions to get to It's like, okay, I'm happy. And also like in sync with the earth and mm-hmm. with others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's the feeling that I strive for. As I said, intentions is just being in sync with the flow and like I learned from Abraham Hicks that if I'm where I am, then I'm meant to be where I am. You know, if things are not moving, things are not meant to be moving right now. If I'm in stagnation, maybe I'm here for a reason and there's some lessons here. So see it, be with it. And there's the the forcing and the desperation. Like when I try to force an intention, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And when I just allow and like that envisioning and the process of just really believing and feeling it is where I get to unlock it and open it up a little bit more. Yeah. Just enjoying the Mm -hmm. feeling of your child that I love that. Just enjoy like when you're envisioning, I I like the reference to the athlete too, because the human body, you it's right in front of you. You see the shift Mm -hmm. and Oh my God, have I had like body dysmorphia and like a bunch Mm -hmm. of, and then get the fat phobic stuff. We get into all that, but (laughs) all of that aside, just to watch people, transform like even mm-hmm. this morning I watched a, a video with a friend where it was this man who um was told he could never walk again without assistance mm-hmm. and he would be turned away from yoga classes and stuff because he was really heavy too and, and he's like but one yoga teacher believed in me and it was this video of him literally being able to walk again without assistance and do headstands and lose all the weight and I was like crying I was like oh my god just this you know so that that kind of intention where it's like this is too better my life and those in it and around it just to me feels like unbeatable and and that's the the borderline or the the foundation of how I would like to set intentions in my life Mm -hmm. agreed yeah that is a great point to just say here you are here's your foundation Mm -hmm. let it be Mm -hmm. go forward have fun have fun (laughs) enjoy it get weird mm-hmm. that's a good message 